Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am here with Sharon McNamara, the one, the only. (laughs) Yes, I am here, but I'm falling apart. (laughs) Oh, gosh, your thing fell off. I'm really excited about tonight's show, actually. Can you tell? Me too. Um, I'm looking at our guest, and she's like, like, just like in awe for some reason (laughs) or another. (laughs) This is so special for me. Thank you, ladies. Of course, of course. And of course, we have Mary Baker here tonight. Oh, hey. Mark McNamara is in the background doing some uh, Facebook Live, I think, over there and doing some video. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have a very, very special guest. And you know what, Sharon? I think that you should introduce her because you're the one who met her the other night. (laughs) Well, you never know where you're going to end up and who you're going to meet. So (laughs) this was actually really fun. And um, so the other night, it was Friday night, Mary, actually, you were, um, you had your girlfriends, you were getting fitted with your girlfriends. Getting fitted for a bridesmaid's dress. Yes. Yes. Nothing makes Um, you feel like you want to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I don't want to say that comment, you know what I mean? Always the bridesmaid, never the <gasps> bride. <laughs> <gasps> Hear that, Samuel? Uh, Sam, are you listening? <laughs> no um, pressure. No, I think it's just a common thing that says you'll be a bride. Don't worry about it. Um, and if Sam doesn't do it soon, somebody else will definitely take him take take Darn over. Darn right. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we actually had one of our clients. Uh, we got their house under agreement, and one of our clients uh, wanted to go look at a couple of properties, and um, ultimately it ended up um, with scheduling and stuff. The the appointments that came together, but you had shown them a property. Yeah. last week and they called and said you know what we really want to put an offer in on that property and I was like all right so it was Friday night I told Mark I promise I'm leaving here at five o'clock and we're going to go out for dinner and I believe that everything happens for a reason and our guest is here tonight as part of that whole reason I'm sure and um, so I ended up getting home at about eight 
eight, and um, we we went out to eat. And I always forget the name of the restaurant. What's the name? The West, West End, End Grill. The West End yeah. Grill. It's a new place in Kingston. Yep. I love it. Been there three times already. Well, Mark and I like to hang out at the bar because I like to say, I don't even want a table to come between me and my man. <laughs> <laughs> I have to use that one sometimes. Yeah, that's a good so, one. Um, so that's where we ended up, and we're sitting at the bar, and we're in the corner, and there's one seat next to me, and... It's sort of awkward because you hate to just leave one seat because usually, then you know. you end up moving. Yeah, you're moving and stuff like that. But there were two seats open, so we took them. And then there was that one left. And then there was another lovely young couple sitting on the other corner. And um, this wonderful woman who's here with us tonight, Carolyn, right? Thank Carolyn yes. Daly, uh, took a seat next to me. And she was chipper and happy and um I'm very empathic. I don't think that she knows that, but you know how I pick mm-hmm. up on people and things. And um, I just really loved her energy too. And But I was really tired, so I was like in between. And we knew th- there were some other people that were there that we knew, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, we just started talking. And um, she noticed Mark had his sweatshirt on that said Boston Connect Real Estate. And she's like, Boston Connect Real Estate? I they, they're a great company and she's acting all coy and everything and I was like yeah she's like they do a radio show on WATD and I was like yeah and she's like Sharon McNamara <laughs> and then the voice there it was right in my head your voice it was yeah. beautiful yeah so she was there and we started chatting and um, she said something like I think I'm starstruck and I was like please you should not be at all at all at all at all um, but we started having a really good conversation and you know hey you guys like I thought it was pretty cool that you know she recognized me but then I told her who Mark's uncle was and <laughs> I thought we needed the defibrillators <laughs> oh well speaking of defibrillators hopefully we don't need them for that long ride home that you have tonight to keep your energy going out there but we have Lisa DeMilo from the WATD traffic center who's hopefully going to get everybody home on time and safely tonight Lisa how's it looking out there Well, Sharon, you're still in the thick of it on the expressway southbound, and I should say you always have the best segues. Uh, It's inching along from the tunnel most of the way down to the split. Northbound's hung up from Granite Ave up past Neponset Circle and again approaching the tunnel. Route 3 South, you're on the brakes from the expressway down past Union Street. The Sagamore and Bourne are both moving along, but... Route 24 South is slow from 93 down through Stoughton and from 495 down past Route 44. This report is sponsored by Positive Coaching Alliance. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Talk Real Estate continues on WATD. Now, let's connect with this week's Boston Connect Real Estate's Weekly Agent Spotlight. Spotlight. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted. I got a text from my aunt. She's watching us. Hello. Hi, aunt. Um, I guess there's a little bit of a delay, so we'll wave, and maybe you'll hear me say I'll wave in about five minutes. So. Um, but you, you get the gist. Mm-hmm. Um Anyways, so so continue on. So you met you met. Well, Carol. we we decided earlier. Remember, you're going to take this part. Oh yes, yes, yes. What did I say? Hold on, <laughs> I got to look at my thing. Okay, Lisa, about introduction of Caroline. That's what you said. Introduction. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
What am I doing? I'm uh, sorry. I'm that's okay. Out. So we are going to take it. I'll, I'll take it over again. But um, so I met oh, Carolyn. I Car- Carolyn was sitting next to me at the restaurant. Uh-huh. And we started having a conversation. I will let you know that she's more, um, she's more, what's the word I want? More fascinated by the fact that Mark's uncle is Wendell Samet. So we're gonna we're gonna find the way to introduce you to Wendell Samet and maybe get one of his runs, right? Yes. Does he have yes. any runs? Probably. There's got to be a reject in the pile. I'm just hoping. <laughs> you just want one of them, correct? Yeah. I know. I actually fell in love with uh, Carolyn when um, we sat next to each other and talked to Mark and I like giggled the whole way home. But Carolyn, why don't you tell us and our listeners just a little bit about you and what you do? I found what you do for work very uh, fascinating for someone who has such a chipper personality. It's not surprising to me what you do, but it's surprising to me that after work, you're able to still keep that mentality and that that sort of aura going. The majority of my life were animals. Mm-hmm. Through the animals, um, being with husbandry of animals, youth, I found myself working in hospice. Mm-hmm. And I do it with pride, yeah. to be truthful. Mm-hmm. And not everybody's capable. No. Um, but you have to have a strong mm-hmm. reason for doing that for other people. Mm-hmm. It's not just the sick person that you're working with. It's the families that surround you, too, that you have to be able to talk to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's part of life. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it brings me pleasure that I can help other human beings that's always been my goal is mm-hmm. to help others and that's and again it's no um it's no surprise that's to me yeah, yeah that um i think that we found each other because again the way that we do real estate i feel like is a holistic approach to real estate i don't think about it as selling houses i think about it as helping families yes. and that's really what it's all about and i know that mary i don't know if you you know want to share i mean you definitely have some you know um you don't have to get into detail but you know the, what she does for work i'm sure you can appreciate absolutely i have quite a bit of experience with hospice my father was on hospice um for i think the last three months three to six months of his life um he passed away when i was 19 from brain cancer so I had lots of experience getting to know all the wonderful workers. I was up in um, Arlington when all of this was going on. So we had, I can't, of course, you know, 11 years later, I can't remember anybody's name. <laughs> but I do remember how they took care of us the night that he did pass. So in the experience was good for the family that is alive there mm-hmm. also. Absolutely. And that is part of what else we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have to know everything. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I sat next to her, it was definitely one of those things where you can feel, like I said, it was really surprising to me after I found out what you do all day. And, you know, um, I, was, I was telling you about Mark's niece, May McNamara, and she works locally and she had some, you know, a difficult thing that she had to do that night. And it's, you know, there are special people with special hearts that do things like that. And um, I'm fortunate that I haven't had to have this situation in my life. Um, but certainly, if I ever have to, I hope that someone like you or you are by my side. So um, I just wanted to let you know that. I told you that when I was leaving. You did. I go, <laughs> if I'm ever sick, can you please be the one to take care of me? <laughs> <laughs> can I put you on personal request, please? <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, it, it, 
It's funny, while we're sitting here, you do have a very bubbly personality, but you're also very calming. You mm-hmm. have a very calming personality sitting here with you, and I can I could almost see your demeanor switch from that very, very bubbly to just a little bit more reserved and calm, cool, collected. This is what, because people's emotions during that process are so unruly and, um, you know, unpredictable that you have to be that steady force and that rock. So I yep. entirely appreciate that. Be able to read your situations, mm-hmm. you know, and... And clearly, well, what else, too, is the first 20 years of my life I spent it in banking, mm-hmm. dealing with human beings and their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. It, it's reading the people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it works for me. And I, and I just consider yeah. myself lucky. That's awesome. Well, um, so tonight what we decided to do, so I said to you, oh, yeah, well, I'll have you on as a guest one day or I'll give you a shout out. And then it was just I got this great idea. I was like, because of her personality, I was like, I bet you she would say yes. So I was, I reached out and I. And that doesn't happen on the first go around. Just yeah. Just FYI. People don't just say, hey, I'll come on the radio yeah, show. Yeah, of course I will. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were a little surprised. I was like, okay, yeah. we're doing this. Let's uh, go. It was great. Well, you know, here's the thing. Like we were sitting next to each other and Mark and I got this awesome eggplant salad th- that they have over mm-hmm. there. It's amazing. And she's like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. And um, the, the couple that were next to her thought the same thing. And I was like, I'm happy to share it with you. And then when Mark got back to the table, I was like, can you ask the bartender when th- they were busy though? So they, I said, can you just ask them for extra plates? Cause I want to give them some. And he's like, who, who are they? Like, <laughs> You're just giving our food away. Yeah. Then. So, um, but we didn't get a chance to get the extra plates, but I certainly would have shared it with you. So what I did is I said, you know what? I think that this is great. I reached out to Carolyn and said, hey, would you be interested in coming to the studio? We're right here. Um, And she said, sure. So then I said, well, why don't you be the deciding factor of what our topic is, right? Mm -hmm. So every week we try to decide what we want, but for us, it's really important Hmm. What do our listeners want to listen Absolutely. to? Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It's very dry down here. But um, so we, I asked her to come up with a list of questions, and oh my goodness, she had some good ones. But before we get to that, she she told me to be scared earlier. <laughs> I know. Just so you oh know. Oh my gosh, I was like, did she like? Where did she get these questions from? But anyways, I had to do a little research, but um, I did do that. But first, I want a couple things about um, Carolyn. Um, that was your personal life. You told us what you do for a living and everything, but. I I'm just curious, like, what interests you about the show, and why do you listen to it? Real estate, real estate, real estate. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with our personalities, really? Uh, I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, your voice is perfect for me to listen to. Hmm. I can't sit and listen to all people She's all the time. She's got a radio voice. Yeah. Absolutely. Face for radio, yeah. And That's it's good. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just really enjoy buildings. I like to know what the market does. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky l- enough to live in Duxbury, so that is a very curious factor to me. Yeah, I live on the west side, by the way. Uh huh. And <laughs> just in case you wanted to know, it's mm-hmm. fascinating. Yeah. Um, okay. Perfect. So I like that answer. So we're interviewing you. Do you like that, Mary? Do you have our, our topics there too? So what are some of the other ones that are on there? Um, with her the, asking Carolyn. Yeah. So do you have you ever watched like Facebook Live or lo- checked out the podcast? No, you're just an avid WATD listener. Correct. She's in her I car a lot. Grow up. Yeah, I'm oh, in the car true. a lot. That's true. Mm-hmm. I did from graduate from Marshfield High School. Nice. And so that was always a part of my listening. Mm-hmm. 
WATD is a staple. I didn't realize that. I was a Kiss 108 girl because that's what everybody <laughs> yeah. in the like in, in the, the greater city. Boston. That's mm-hmm. where I grew up. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. But now it's WATD all the time. Yeah, well, everyone time. listens to WATD and we're famous. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. I'm back. <laughs> and Melissa's back. Um, but one of the other, I'm, I'm just curious, is um, what is the biggest tip you may have ever received from the show? Ooh. <laughs> Be truthful, landscape. Mm. Trees, plantings, mm-hmm. curb appeal, nice. yeah. length of driveways. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, how big's your frontage? What do you see when you drive by? Mm-hmm. That's the first and, impression. So yeah. I'm glad we made an in and Love it first sight. That's it. it you know? Mm-hmm. It, Love it. When you get inside, well, you could make changes. In the backyard, you could make changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but location it's that, and sight. Yeah. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. location and what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a lover of trees and animals and. And fencing. I think mm-hmm. fencing is beautiful. And so it's more on the outside is what interests me in yeah. real estate. So would you say that that's your favorite topic that we talk about when we're talking about curb appeal and, and selling your home and any really month how you can sort of get people to have a good impression of your house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yeah. Here's the thing, Carolyn, we're on the air. Yeah. So <laughs> that was me for the first, like, Shaking. six months when I was ever on the radio show. I was like, Shaking they, your head, yes. Nobody sees that. Well, people over there can see, but I don't, yeah, we got you on Facebook, too. So, uh, shaking your head is, they, they can't hear that. Ben, could you, Ben, could you hear her shaking her head? I could. Uh, not only that, I could feel it all the way back. <laughs> nice. That's great. That's awesome. So, um, here are some of the questions that Carolyn came up with, all right? I'm just oh. going to go through them real quick, and then... And we'll take each one separately. Okay. So okay. I was like, I'm ready. serious? This, this woman Ooh. means biz with us. Okay. So one was dog yards, but that was all she said. So I had to sort of think about what she was thinking about. <laughs> Established co-op. I had to think about that. Goats oh, for I, landscaping. I it says coop. It is coop. Like a, a coop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a, oh, established coop? Yes. Like chicken coop. Oh, I thought you meant co-op. <laughs> I, when you just said co-op, I was like, wow, that's very coop. savvy of you because we don't That really was me. I was any. like, why oh, is she bringing up co-ops? You have a printout about them, I like, too. I do. Really I have a printout about here. co-ops because well, I was like, wow, she co-op. business. It's quite fine. Oh, where is that? That's upstairs. That might be upstairs <laughs> still. It's the last one. Oh, is it? Okay. So, um, <laughs> okay. So, coop. Established coops. All right. So, what I had is not going to go. Goats for landscaping. Um, and you didn't say this, but I wanted to bring up something about chickens for eggs because I have a funny story about that. Are bees good for your property? Mason's bees are. I have them. That is a Carolyn quote. Um, I have an easement on my property that I never understood. Trees, wills, what do I need to know about my property? Um, I live in a historic property. Oh, I live by a historic property. Does that affect our real estate values and where to buy or where not to buy? We have a whole list here. So Carolyn, I don't know if you're busy for the next month, but you might be back in a couple of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw somewhere on here it said next show <laughs> yeah I know another show another show so why don't we take the first one because the first one so what I did was some of your questions are really good questions and a lot of them have to do with regulations and having a good buyer's agent this is when things like this really are important so we did have a client um, actually I called his mother today yeah. for some of these answers and they were looking for a place because she wanted to put her horse they probably know each other because she was a a horse trainer no a horse no a horse something she did something with horses she she had she has horses uh, but she's a police officer 
Oh, yeah, she's a police <laughs> officer, too. Mm. Well, all right, so what? She could, <laughs> she could ride a horse she, to the police she, department. Exactly. I told you, the <laughs> only horses I was familiar... with the two together. Yeah, the only horses I'm familiar with were the ones that were, like, in Faneuil Hall, like, with the police or like officer. Or, like, on the carousel or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the carousel that we went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Mary, I mean, you had to do a lot of research for that for them because of the right to farm and all of that. So one of the things I did is I reached out to Lisa Cullity, who is the Board of Health agent for the town of Pembroke. She just happens to be a neighbor. Um, I know her really well. I asked and invited her and her husband to come here tonight, but it was l- very last minute, so um, they're not here, so obviously they couldn't make it, I guess. Um, <laughs> thanks, Lisa. No. We're fine. Yeah, that's all right, Lisa. Uh, but she gave me some really, really good information, so we will talk a little bit about that. So, um, Mary, you want to talk about the dog yards and some of my notes there and some of your own input about that? Well, so I'm assuming dog yards means fencing Fencing. around around a dog's yard? Okay. So, um, something that I think is really important because I'm actually looking into fencing a portion of my yard for our little puppy, Dexter, who is not he a is puppy. He's not little. And he is unruly, <laughs> as all would believe. We have a lot, lots of deer and wildlife in our yard, so I think it's important to have him fenced in. Um, in order to be able to fence our yard, it's really important that we have a survey done in order to know exactly where we can go within our boundaries. The middle of our yard we know isn't going to be an issue, but the sidelines, we want to make sure we're not encroaching on anybody's property and making sure that um, we don't have to take it down in five years when somebody sells or buys or so on. Or there's a wedding. Or there's a wedding (laughs) in our backyard. Are you having a wedding in your backyard? Yeah. Really? Yes, please just uh, yeah, make your fiction, way past the my dog kennel. wedding is in our backyard. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> please make your way by the dog kennel. Yes. You're funny. Cocktail hours by the dog kennel. <laughs> <laughs> or with Isn't the dog she funny? Maybe? Instead of yeah, she is cute. <laughs> She's really, really cute. Thank you. So did you have, what are any other specifics about that question in general? <clears throat> Excuse me. Can you have it attached to your home? Oh. Well, like yeah. wrapping around your house yes. or starting at your house. Yes. So it can be a ta- uh, It can start on your house because my current fence that's falling down attaches to <laughs> one side of our fence. Well, that's mm-hmm. why I'm getting a new one, ladies. Mm-hmm. Currently, uh, it goes right up to almost our kitchen window and comes out at an angle, like a right angle, and it would go out to the backyard and come right loop around. And so, mm-hmm. what do you want yours to look like to make it visually? So for me personally, I like wood fences. So I will be putting up a wood fence on either side, um, the front and the sides, and then I'll probably do a chain link black fence in the back. Yeah, do it black because then it blends in better with the trees, even Mm -hmm. though trees are green, but the black blends better. Especially at night when you can't see it. You just walk right into it. I did green in the back and it... Just you barely even see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. really? see, it, like well, that hunter green, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they do with um, the septic vent pipes. So you, mm-hmm. They paint it, and it's just something that you never even notice. But so that's what I would I would do because I like. But you're the not view. just doing a dog kennel. You're doing like your whole yard. Half of my yard, yeah. Okay. Uh, we used to have a dog kennel. I know. Well, you're not going to do a wood stockade Those are dog ugly. kennel. <clears throat> yeah. It was it was a straight. Oh, on I thought it was for chickens. Because <laughs> it did look like it had a chicken coop. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's why coop, I was like, not a, co-op. Ever had a, a, coop, a, chi- a chicken co-op. <laughs> oh, we should we look should watch like Chicken Little or something. I bet they have a chicken. Hey, well, co-op okay. There. <laughs> 
Well, ask Mackenzie if there's a Disney movie that's like that. Yeah, so, Mackenzie, if you're listening. All right, so listen, don't make fun of me, because I did research on this. I'm like, wow, this woman is legit. (laughs) I'm like, established co-ops? All right, well, but here, I'm just going to read one. In 1752, the first successful co-op was organized in the United States when Benjamin Franklin formed the Philadelphia Contribution Ship (laughs) for the insurance of houses. By yes. law, from loss of fire. I mean, it has to do with houses. So, like, I thought that that's what she, where she was going. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think coop. Look, I so, think. Um, I was like, wow, that's fun fact. I, I feel <laughs> like we had a one. property. Was it the one on Taylor Street that had they had chicken coop and the buyer wanted it or something? There was something to do. Oh, with absolutely. The they had an old. They had an old chicken coop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that was. I mean, they don't. Mm. They didn't use it anymore. Yeah. Theirs wasn't attached to their house. Um, I wouldn't want a chicken coop yeah, attached no, to my no, house. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't they smell and they yes. peck? They yeah, have, well, like, usually you, pu- you put them back. And I've seen people have their chickens like roaming in the yards. And Remember the time I went to the house and it had ducks roaming around? And we they have were, turkeys. They were big ducks. And then she gave me big duck eggs. Oh, I And I was like, I sort of have an allergy to eggs and now these basement. are big. They I was were an allergy the, to she eggs. She kept the ducks in the basement. You eat eggs like every of day. Of a home. I know. Of I like, a home. I, but the, I, if I can't have them, like, runny. <laughs> <laughs> Not duck eggs. Not they duck eggs, have to be eggs, chicken yeah. from the co-ops. Um, so one of the things, too, is when you're doing the dog pen, one of the things that you want to be careful about is just where you are to your, t- to your sidelines, yeah. okay? Is it too loud for you? Do you want us no. to lower it? Okay. I see you have one ear on and one ear off. I don't know, just in case. <laughs> I just no, so no one's sneak, sneaking up on Carolyn. <laughs> okay. Um, so you just want to make sure that you go to your town, make sure. I actually uh, reached out to somebody to ask if you had to get a permit to do a dog pen um, in your yard. I can't imagine that you did because you don't really need one for a fence. I think if you were trying, personally, uh, I don't think you would if it was just for personal use. Right, um, and personal you, use. Yeah. Personal use, but if you, if you intended you training or doing something like that or like a show dog or training or or starting any type of at-home doggy daycare Mm. or something like that That i think that would be different yes so that's where that's what i was going to bring up so i'm so glad you can read my mind so when i was on i was on the zoning board for the town of pembroke and when we were on there we did have people who came before us that wanted to open up um you know dog dent like not nope i don't want to say dog dents because that's the name of a company um like a dog daycare and you just have to be really careful because if you're in a residential area you have to worry about the noise Mm -hmm. and things like that with Mm -hmm. your neighbors and barking and blah 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 so uh definitely if you do want to do that you have to check in just check in with your town it makes sense because there's business permitting and when all else fails if you have if you are questioning something just go to town hall and ask Mm -hmm. i mean that's what they're there for they're there to answer questions and educate the community so Mm -hmm. that's that's what i say Okay, perfect. All right, so we're going to move on to the next one. Oh, I would love a goat. A a goat named Peter. Peter the goat. She, Just because Carolyn, it's funny. She actually wants a, a goat named yeah, Peter. Yeah, I want a goat named Peter. You need and, to come over and, and meet the, my goats. So oh, you have goats. Let's talk wild, about they, your goats. Do they have names? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, let's talk about your goats, names? Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> it was another quick choice. <laughs> I did not think this out. Everybody. However. I had goats. Mm-hmm. Well, I had horses, and I have dogs, and I have cats, and I have chickens. And everybody, all my friends were getting goats. So <laughs> wow. that, well, I bet I, all your, like, none of my friends are I, getting goats. I don't have a friend <laughs> with a goat. <laughs> I'm hoping to be your first. <laughs> 
Well, now I have my first friend with coats. Yeah, that's Carolyn. We're so coming over. I never just want just anything. I have to have something that I think is special. Oh, so I went to Concord, I think it was, and to a goat sale place. And I see one, and then I can't just have one. This one was milking, but they steal their babies away when they're young. So... I could have a little baby because I could milk the big girl and feed the baby, but then I needed a friend in between. Oh my gosh, so you went and got three goats? And I couldn't have just any goats, they had to be registered goats. Oh. I paid a really, really lot of money for three goats. Mm. Yes. Oh. And so now they're like gems to me. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so you, you gotta love those goats. What are their names? Esther. Oh my gosh! I love gosh. it. She I love the it. reason. And Esther has a giant beard. Oh. Annabelle and. Why is that okay for her, but it wouldn't be for us? Yeah. No, exactly. That's what I was just going to like shave a little. And Delilah. So. Delilah. I love them. I love them. You wait, are great wait, at naming. Esther, Esther, Delilah, and what? Annabelle. 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 Oh, I love it. Oh. And now you need a Peter. And now I need my husband's a Peter, so I got one. There oh. you go. Well, our daughter is coming home with her dog, and I'm not sure if I have a feeling she wants us to keep the dog. How do you feel about a little Tallulah in your life? A little Tallulah. Tallulah Bell. I like that. Tallulah. Tallulah. Yes. I I don't know if she'll leave her or not. So tell us about your goats. So why did you want? I mean, other than the fact that you know all your friends had them, you know. (laughs) I had them at the horse farm, Mm -hmm. and I dissolved that because I had Mm -hmm. done it for many years. But the goats are my babies, so I said, well, I have to bring them home. Mm-hmm. So I planned very accordingly where to start them. And they quickly cleared that little lot. And I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. Picked up the fencing, and I moved them again. Huh. I am structurally perfectly making just a perfect, like, swath all the way down. So how much land do you have at your Two house? acres. You have two acres. A little and, over two. And I there, believe, so yes. that's plenty of land. It isn't, mm-hmm. so did you have to go through any type, I know Duxbury is definitely a right to farm it is. Um, town. And did you have to go before them at all though? Do you have to get like, like a permit or? I do not, not for the chickens or the goats. If I wanted to bring a horse home, I would. Okay. Because I would have to build a structure that is bigger than appropriate size for the town mm-hmm. to, to house a horse. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening. I, you're, I know. Yeah. Well, no you horses. have a horse, though, but it's I being sure boarded mm-hmm. somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this was Mark's comment at dinner. That's sort of a big commitment, isn't it? A horse, and they're like, what, how many years? Like 34, mm-hmm. 35 years? Mm-hmm. We have one that's still going at 34. How long do goats live? 16. Oh, yeah. okay. That's like a dog. Yeah, it's like a dog. Some dogs. Exactly. You know, dogs exactly. that are like... Don't, do they lose their teeth and start to smell too, goats? I wonder. <laughs> I don't think right. so. Do, 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 I don't. Do dogs lose like their dogs. teeth and start to smell? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yes. they do. Oh, wait. I, I guess all of our never dogs have smell. Died suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot, of our, old age. a lot of our dogs have died young. I don't know if it's the breed, Mark. Do you think the breed Sharpays. that we have? Because we had Sharpays and a lot of them died young. I mean, Mark came home one night from hockey and he was like, a, a lunatic running through the house. He's like, shah, shah, screaming, screaming. And I was like upstairs and we were sleeping. The girls were in their room and I was in my room, in our room. And he came running in and he's like, shah, shah, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong? 
and he came home with his hockey equipment and went downstairs to put his hockey equipment out back and one of our dogs ruby was um had died and had a heart attack but she was only what like three three or four years old so he thought somebody so the reason why he was so frantic is he thought that somebody maybe broke into the house and you know how does a three or four year old dog just die suddenly like he didn't take he didn't look to see what happened to the dog but of course your head always goes to the wrong place you know so he was running around the house but yeah that was a really sad story i'm currently terrified here carolyn is a list of all of the um different communities in massachusetts that do have the right to farm so um that i thought maybe you'd be interested you seriously had me doing more research for this show than i have all year (laughs) and those just came off the top of my head in one minute yeah wow. i know you were really good i have You're all like, the co-op wait you information over here yeah, all the, it, all the exactly. co-op stuff right there there's the co-op stuff so <clears throat> so i know in some communities though when i was talking to lisa Colody again and if you want if you have any questions for us oh we are live 781-837-4900 ben is in studio we're in our in-home studio here at boston connect real estate located at 19 matakesett street here in pembroke right in pembroke center you had no problem finding us i did not okay great and um, if you have any questions, give us a, a call and Ben can sort of pipe you through. I don't know what that real term is, but 781-837-4900 if you have any questions for us about tonight's topic. So can we sort of go over like what it means to have like the right to farm? Like mm. like Duxbury is um, like a, they they are farmer community. Is yeah. that what we're saying? Right to farm community. Right, yeah. right to farm community. So what does that mean? So you can, you can have livestock. You're not like a nuisance to the community like stuff like that so it's sort of what it is is you can and lisa actually explained this to me earlier the and again you think i would know more about this but i did reach out to one of our uh, sandra simon who's wonderful she was on the knowledge she she really is so smart she was on the conservation committee with me as well and you know the right to farm basically here i have a description you want to know exactly what it is oh nice seriously if you don't think i'm prepared tonight oh boy All right. (laughs) The right to farm. So this is for the town of Duxbury, by the way. It was approved March 8th, 2008 at the annual town meeting. It was accepted by the attorney general on April 29th, 2008. And it was advertised in the Duxbury Clipper, just in case you want to know. Um, Oh, excuse me. It is the policy of this community to conserve, protect, and encourage the maintenance and improvement of agricultural land for the production of food and other agricultural products and for its natural and ecological value. Basically, and it goes on, but for some reason or another, I'm choking here. Um, Yeah, I will. Um, One of the things that Lisa had said was that, again, Lisa Colletti, the Board of Health agent in the town of Pembroke, the reason why this law is out there is it gives people the right to farm so people can have animals, they can have livestock, but there are regulations that go along with it. But people think, oh, it's just I can do anything that I want to do free willy-nilly. That is not true. It is it is to sort of protect you from nuisance. Like, so um, people can't just come after you and say, oh, I don't want you to have your goats because I think that goat poop stinks and you're close to my boundary lines and you only have two acres of land. They have the right to farm in Duxbury, okay? It isn't for, you know, um, it isn't just for like big farms. It's for people just like Carolyn, right? Yes. Well, a lot of people want goats now and want yeah. chickens and you know, they're going towards a more holistic and organic path mm-hmm. of life. And 
Yeah. I mean, how many documentaries have we seen about what they put in our food and oh, blah, 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 blah. Don't scary. get me started. I've seen zero. Oh, I, well, I watch them all the time. I can't. I can't watch them. I know. I'm sorry. It, if it helps, I have a lot of food allergies, so I try to avoid a lot of foods, but then I just end up eating the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. So, but that's, that's, I think, a big reason why in mm. 2008 it becomes a law that your neighbor can't just dictate or can keep complaining about you or calling the police on you or whatever yeah. it is. Because they don't or like how you're I, using yeah. your property. I didn't buy this piece of property thinking that somebody next door was just going to go out and have chickens. With that said, that doesn't mean that you have the right to just do anything. Yeah. So you can't have roosters that are just, what do roosters do? Crowing all night long. They right. crow? Yes. Okay. It is a nuisance that we don't want to be. That's yeah. the, you know, respect your neighbor. Well, and most people don't want to because you're enjoying the pleasure of your property to have your animals. And, but then there are people, unfortunately, that take advantage of things. Mm -hmm. So they could potentially have, you know, roosters or um, animals that are, you know, maybe not picking up after their animals and things like that. So the next door neighbor is going to have to have that smell. Well, the thing is, is you can't take away the value of somebody else's property based on you having free enjoyment of your property, right? So um, you still have to go by, you know, state guidelines and regulations. And, your and town check regulations, in, yeah, right? check in with your town because your town may say, okay, you can have roosters, but your roosters can crow, um, you know, they can't crow before 6 or after 7 p.m. Are you going to tell them that? Are they going to know? I don't know how you would prevent it. I don't know. I, I, I really do not know. I used to I say, I told you, I sat on zoning and I, saw, I sat on conservation and some of the stuff that comes before you, you laugh. I'm like, really? Like, do you, are, are, can you train roosters? <laughs> like, to know? Like, all right. I'm sure in some way, shape, sure. or form. <clears throat> you know what? Uh, on a side note, I think that Carolyn and uh, Mary can have a little conversation because um, I told her about you being a vegetarian, and she's like, "Well, she has a reason why she does eat veal." So, you oh. remember that story, did you? I this do. Is funny. It's it's important story. Okay. Um, I'm all ears. Cows. Okay. And meat. Mm-hmm. Addressing the needs for people to feed their families and grow. Milk and meat. Cows give everything that they give for us to milk them to have cheese and product. But they have to be bred over and over again in order to produce milk. Sometimes they'll produce male cows, little baby boys. Well, in the dairy breed, that is... What do you do with them? Mm -hmm. Instead of shipping them to an auction or 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 <coughs> euthanizing them, that is why they make veal. Mm -hmm. Is small animals in the cows can be consumed. Otherwise, the end of their life could be way more miserable than than just eating them at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I am and wasted, all, right? And wasted. So wasted. You know, they could go to an auction. They could be abused. They could be no. inhumanely just mm, put in a bad situation. Hole. Yeah, they could be. Oh, um, so I'm not in any way, shape, or form. I am a vegetarian, <clears throat> um, but I'm not in any way, shape, or form a um, 
I don't like I'm not very well versed on I didn't become a vegetarian it's not for like moral, a moral implications for you. or like the moral mm, responsibility. Right. Yeah. I it has become that over time for me even though I had like a month and a half where I was really bad and I went back and I was like I ate a Fenway sausage and I was like oh, I don't feel really yeah, good. Yeah, a bacon. Like, don't it, worry that wasn't really meat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really like meat. Street meat out at your concert. Street meat, yeah. <laughs> it's the best kind of meat. Oh. Um, but so I don't, I don't know all the ins and the outs. For mm. me, it's just it's something that doesn't make my body feel really good. So it's a personal choice, um, and I feel better when I don't eat meat. Right. Um, I don't know if that contributes to a problem or if vice versa. I just don't know enough about it. I was just looking at the clock, but we shut off the, oh, the yeah, clock. I know. Um, oh, yeah, So, anyways, th- again, that can be another side note because I want to get to there's some so, of our good but questions. There's so much because I would like to. So here's just real, real quick. I would like to have chickens, mm-hmm. but because I want the eggs, because I actually do eat eggs. That's yeah. pretty much the only I have. Um, yeah, I, I eat eggs and I eat ice cream. I can't get rid of the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. We have um, lactose-free ice cream. Right yes, we have lactose-free yes. ice cream. But I would love to have chickens but i don't want to kill the chickens when they get sick i i can't do that so do you know what because well, because if one of them gets sick then they get all the other ones sick you have to I kill it. never I, ever i didn't know I you had to kill a chicken give them if they get diseased a beautiful place to perish finish out their life. life with their sisters around oh, them. Oh, well, because that's what you do for right. a living. Like, right. you can look at the person that we're talking right. to right now. I mean, certainly she doesn't want bad things to happen. Can you show me how to humanely give Yes, chicken? we'll have another show on that. But right now, Sorry. I'm moving on. Because I want to talk about chickens and eggs. Oh. I want to talk about chicken and eggs, right? So uh, Mark and I okay, went to a... First. <laughs> no. Mark and I went to Boston Interiors, right? Because I want to get a new sofa. Mm. And um, so we're funny. talking to the woman. And she's like... Oh, can I tell you this story? And I was like, sure. I love, I love to hear stories. And um, she said that she was up in New Hampshire. She was telling us about the weather, and her husband was hunting and everything. And she went into the store, and he's like, buy something for yourself. Well, she came across this stuffed chicken, which apparently is something to do with Helen Reddy, and um, she went back to buy this chicken, but it was an expensive stuffed animal chicken. <laughs> and she sent me a picture. But she has chickens, and she has 18. I was talking to her earlier she has 18 rhode island reds does that mean anything to you they good ones my least favorite oh really why um they're just really really big they have beautiful eggs but they consume a lot of food they're a little bit aggressive in my mind Uh and they're all the same color oh they're an aggressive i like a flock of a multicolor. oh Oh. yeah what kind of uh, chickens do you have (laughs) not that i'd know what they are (laughs) i have silkies and oh, I that have Americanas that lay green eggs. Oh, really? Wow. Green they eggs lay green ham. eggs? I have leghorns that lay white eggs. Boy. I have... <laughs> Are those the ones we eat? We have at Easter? Yes, white eggs. They're huh. all leghorns. Huh. The majority of farmed eggs that are yeah. white, they're all leghorns. Oh. Yeah, so I, just I have, had no idea. I have fluffy, petite... We want green eggs. Yeah, and ham. We want, uh, yeah. What so color? What between? color do the, the green eggs look like when they like are like when you put it in a frying pan? Normal eggs, Regular no eggs. problem. It's the shell, just really? the shell. Why? Um, it is <laughs> We're so breed. off track. I do not understand how the color changes. Yeah. Okay, but it's the breed of the bird. So the breed is yeah. green, brown, light brown, medium brown, that is so fun. chocolate brown, um, various colors of blues, oh, white. 
I am 51 years old and you just taught me something new. I thought that that was like, I thought green eggs and ham was just made up. Me too. Wow, like that Dr. is fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this woman was great, and um, I told her I would give her a shout-out. So hello, Susan from Boston and Terriers, and thank you for that great story. I thought it was wonderful. And I said, hey, have your neighbors. She lives in Halifax, and they are right to farm as well, so she didn't have to go through any permitting or anything. And I said, do you have any suggestions? I mean, do you have? did you have to get any permits or anything? Like, what about your neighbors? How do they feel about you? Because my neighbors love it. I have 18 chickens, and I give out a lot of eggs. So... All right, so we only have four minutes left. I cannot even believe this. So uh, just some information for everybody. We um, we have tonight uh, somebody that I met. We're going to ca- call this sort of our um, Be Our Guest, Be Our yeah. Guest. And our guest, um, you're our guest you're our first. You're our first guest spotlight. I thought this was great. And if you are interested in being a guest on our show and you want to give us some topics uh, to talk about and have you right here in studio, you can give us a call at... At, 781-826-8000. That's our office. Or you yeah. can go on bostonconnect.com and you can find all of our personal contact information there if you'd rather um, contact us directly. Yeah. But Or you can get in touch with us uh, on email, right? So yeah, email yeah. Melissa at bostonconnect.com, Sharon yeah. at bostonconnect.com, Mary at bostonconnect.com. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be our guest, just let us know. Um, and we only have a few minutes left, but 781-837-4900 is the studio if you have a quick question for us. But I want to sort of move on because honestly we will hit upon some of these other questions that you have on another show and a lot of them I wrote this could be its own show it could be its own show Um, next week we will not be here just so you know we will not be live next week Mary, Melissa and I uh, along with Laurie Reaney who is our empowerment team um, director here at Boston Connect Real Estate we're heading to San Francisco on Thursday yes we're going to the National Association of Realtors Conference so that's going to be fun we're going to learn all kinds of great stuff and come back with some really good things for all of our listeners so next week we will just be uh, giving you a recorded show and we'll be back the week after that mm-hmm. uh, with Mark Stiles actually from Stiles Law he will be joining us nice. so I'm going to talk to him about some of these easement questions yeah. uh, that you brought up so Carolyn if you want to call in or if you want to be here again feel free I mean hey Thank we're, we're, do, Thank we are you. always welcome in my home Mikasa Sukasa um, but one of the things uh, that we brought up was tree. You brought up with trees. Oh, one thing I do want to talk about because I mentioned it at the beginning: where to buy and not to buy. Just so you know, we're not allowed to answer that question, and oh. we can't make any judgment. And that is a fair housing situation. So if anybody is out there and they are working with a real estate agent and they say, "Oh, I can see that you're, you know, um, you know, you're in your 40s. You're a young couple with two children. I think that you would be better off living in this section of Pembroke because of their school system, or this section of Duxbury because of their school system. That is called steering. We can't steer people based on their sex, their gender, and a slew of other things, color." Um, we can't steer them to a certain area um, because it's against the law. Oh, and that's wow. what we're going to have to end with. But Because it's the law. It's, it's the, the law. law. And you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Mary Baker, and Melissa Lott Wallace. We had Mark in the house with us tonight. And we had our very first Be Our Guest segment tonight with Carolyn Daly. And thank you so much for being thank here. I hope you enjoyed me. yourself. So thank you. I did. Thank Yay. You. Thank and you. a shout out to anybody, Carolyn. I mean, somebody must be listening. I, uh, well, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my father, Richard. 
Yeah. Oh, hello, Richard. Hi, yes. Richard in Halifax. All right, everybody, have a great week, and we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. Thank Thanks, Carolyn.